This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're going to be talking about a video game, or a video game series I should say. And it's the Mm -hmm. Batman Arkham series. So this is including Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Um, They're made by Rocksteady. Uh, the first one came out in 2009, and then the last one was in 2015. Uh, and the, the other one, somewhere in between. <laughs> um, did you play uh, Arkham Origins? Is that in there? That is not made by Rocksteady, so I did not include that. And I have not played oh, okay. it. okay. Um, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember that came out. Uh, it's not Mark Hamill or Conroy, and it's not Rocksteady. So I decided not to play it, and I heard it wasn't as good. But... Is it like a sim building thing where they're just planning Arkham in all the rooms? It's kind of like the Sims. <laughs> don't think so. I think it's the same type of thing. But I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, this was out on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. And if I remember correctly, when this came out, the last one came out on PC, it was a disaster. And I think they had to give everyone their money back. Um, but I'm not sure about that. I've always played yeah, that. On was, the- that was Battlefront 2. <laughs> was that what it was? <laughs> no, they didn't give anybody their money back. <laughs> uh, but I want to say Arkham Knight had big issues on the PC. Uh, oh, okay. I played this uh, exclusively on the Xbox and um, enjoyed it. Both 360. I think the first one was definitely on 360 and the other yep. one's on Xbox One. But then they since republished it for Xbox One with updated graphics and I got that as well. Um, so this was my pick. I... Of these guys, you know, being the least video game guy on this podcast, um, this is one of the few games I've played. Obviously, having Batman and Combo Heroes in it is right up my alley. Um, I don't think I think I played Arkham City first. Like I didn't play the Arkham Asylum, and then once I played Arkham City, I really liked it, and I went back and played Arkham Asylum. And uh, just one more note: um, sometimes, but been a while. Special guest Matt. I remember him playing it, and I'm like, "This looks dumb. It's just this one of those stupid video or yeah, video games made after comic books, and they're always lame." And then someone at, years later, when the second one came out, he told me about it, and I tried it, and I fell in love with the games right away. So that's my history with it, mm-hmm. Alex. I just love Batman, <laughs> and uh, it got pretty good reviews, and I saw some, you know, the trailers and whatnot. So I just went out and bought it. Have you played all three? No. I've only played Arkham Asylum. I still... I need to catch up. Okay. But, yeah, I loved it. I definitely will get to the other ones. Yeah, and I will say that it's... The game mechanics are all the same, except the just the world opens up. That's, like, the main difference is... When you get to Arkham City, it's more open world, you know, more... Um, what do you want? Like, Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto. And then Arkham Knight just ups that up by like you know 100 mm. percent um but they're still the same you know batman's fighting is still the same uh, it's still really cool the same uh voice actors and also to uh 
if you are a Batman animation fan or Batman animated series fan, it's all the same people. Like I mentioned, the voices already with Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, the writers like Paul Dini, the guys who did that. So that's, I think, even though I wasn't a big Batman animated fan, not that I didn't like it, I just never really watched it. I can see why people like it so much because it is definitely yeah. good writing and the good voice actors and everything. Scott, what's your history with it? Um, so <laughs> it's funny that, that uh, right before the podcast started, we were we were talking about professionalism. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I've I've seen people play this a little bit. It looks it looks rad. Um, I'm I'm happy this game's out there. Just like I, whenever I see Assassin's Creed. Uh, I think, wow, that looks really cool. But those games are just not for me. Uh, so I have not played these games. Uh, instead, my list will be about something completely different, but Batman-related, uh, as as we get to it. Um, I like that, his cowl. Yeah. Top 10 cowl. Yep. Batman uh, number but, one. Uh, yeah, nothing that, that deep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I've got nothing bad to say about <laughs> any of the Arkham games. I can tell you that. So... <laughs> When you say it's not your style, is it not your style because you don't like the open-ended, open-world games? You don't like it's it's games? It's weird. The, 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 yeah, the, just those open-world, uh, I, I mean, they're not quite open-world because, you know, I love Fallout, uh, the, or the last couple of Fallouts, but... Uh, like Grand um, Theft Auto you don't like. Yeah, yeah, I was never able to get into that, which is surprising to me. You know, I, I've tried these at various points, and again with Assassin's Creed, and I might try again with the, the new one that takes place in Greece... Um, but more because of the setting, uh, the, you know, I, I the, the pirate Sector. one, black sails was, was pretty cool or, or what, not black sails, but whatever it was called, uh, black, flag. As, black flag. Thank you. Um, that, you I know, saw a sticker of them in the, ca- on a Cadillac. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I got it. I got it, Alec. <laughs> I got that reference. Uh, so yeah, it just, I, I just can't get into those games. I don't know what it is. Um, and for someone who, who definitely spends a lot of time playing video games, I I don't branch out all that often. <laughs> I kind of you're you're setting your ways. Yeah, I pretty. Much, I, I kind of am, and it's really sad. Uh, at least, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, no. I like it looks you... like what I again. When I watch people play. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Like, get back. I'm sure you guys will be talking about this, but like with Batman dropping from the rafters and hanging people up and. It just, it feels like Batman, you know, it, mm-hmm. it kind of like the new Spider-Man um, look. It looks and feels like like Spider-Man, at least from all the trailers. Uh, and who knows? Like, I maybe I'll try that one too. Uh, you know, there's a lot of these games coming out, the, the, like the second Red Dead Redemption um, that I want to try. Uh, but, anyways, I'm I'm rambling here. I don't I don't have a good answer for you, Jeff. Uh, there's not like a specific thing I can point toward in these games and go, eh. I don't feel like that. I just I, when I've tried playing these games, I just haven't been able to get into them. All right. Yeah, because you speak to Assassin's Creed. While they are similar, I don't put that in the same category, but maybe I should. I, I consider this more like GTA or Red Dead Redemption more than I consider it um, Assassin's Creed. But they are still sort of open world, go do this quest, side quest, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, I can see that. And, um, and for me, definitely just skinning it with Batman, just... It means all the world to me. Like on those, like Grand Theft Auto, I would just do the main storyline, and that's it. I didn't want to keep playing on every one of these games. I've beaten it a hundred percent complete. Like I just love these things. So yeah, I, I right. rarely have done the hundred percent thing. 
So yeah, yeah I get what you're this, saying. These are like, hey Scott, these are like uh, Jeff's Mass Effect trilogy. That's what it is. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's what I was thinking about actually. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, all right, so let's get it. So this week, instead of doing our our top seven and then doing a, a crossover, we're just going to do our ten. 10 things we like about this game or dislike about the game or random facts, whatever Scott's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll go number first or number first, number one, <laughs> number the first, <laughs> number the first, I'll go first. And um, the one negative I have about these, and it's not even that big of a negative. It's during all these games, or at least two of them, every once in a while you switch to play other characters like Catwoman I know that's a big one in the third one, and um, sometimes Robin or uh, Nightwing, whichever version it is. And I don't like it, and not because it's not good, just because I want to be fucking Batman. And every time I'm, every second that I'm not <laughs> Whoa, Batman, it feels like a waste of time. Yeah, this was an all ages uh, podcast. <laughs> what? You want to be fucking Batman? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, no, I want to be. Uh, playing batman and i oh, don't there we go <laughs> yeah it's like it's even when you're Catwoman, it's cool but she like when she's going from rooftop she's using her whip and it's stupid i want to fly and use my cape and then drop on people <laughs> and and then robin's just robin so who, whoever wants to be robin um so that's my only negative and like i said it's really not that bad and i believe there's expansions where you can play as like harley quinn or joker maybe and stuff i haven't really done those but yeah, that's my ne- one negative is I just want to be Batman and don't make me play somebody else. Uh, let's do Scott in the middle. I want to hear what's going on here. <laughs> so, Scott. All right. Uh, so That's your, that's your cue. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little caught up with something dumb. Uh, the, uh, so, just, just keeping it basic, uh, this is my top ten Batman moments. Um, all off the top of my head... Uh, I found that I kept going back to the animated series. Uh, Jeff Jeff said, you know, that he didn't hate it, um, but uh, I I think I, you know, it's my top. If I had to do a top ten series of anything, not just animated. I think the the Batman animated series would, would probably be in there. Um, so just to um, start off with something that's actually outside the animated series uh, is Batman Beyond. Uh, the the first time that you meet uh, Batman and he's a crotchety old man. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, it, it was it was pitch perfect, exactly what you would expect Batman to be. Um, it, you know, it's a different take than than like the the Dark Knight or what. Maybe Jeff can help me out here. Uh, what the one where he's older? Dark Knight Returns. Is, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, like this, he he basically lives alone. He's miserable. You know, he's like no sense of humor. Uh, you know, just basically what you know. Bruce Wayne and Batman are like the same person at that point because he can't go into the suit anymore. Uh, he's, he's got too, a dog. He does have a dog. He's a badass dog. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun to, to see. Like, okay, this this makes sense. Like, <laughs> Batman's not going to become soft and cuddly and, and change his ways all of a sudden. He's he's destined to be alone. Sadly. That's number 10. <laughs> All right. I've never seen that. And in the animated series, it's not that I just haven't watched it. It's like with me and all my animation. I just, for some reason, I don't seek it out. And just like, 
I don't watch Pixar movies. I don't. I think I'd like them. I just for some reason I don't seek them out, and so yeah. I bet <laughs> I love it. It's a, they're for kids. Yeah, it yeah, sounds it like sounds it. a lot like my my reasons for not playing these type of games. <laughs> yeah, it probably <laughs> is. Um, all right, Alex, number ten. My number ten is uh, most of my list is going to consist of Arkham Asylum because that's the game I played from beginning to end, and I okay. loved it. Uh, my number ten is the last uh, spoiler alert. The bas- the last boss fight is dumb. Yeah. This whole time is like uh, the Joker's been egging you on. It it's been puzzle after puzzle. You've been it, it's even a puzzle just going through a room taking out the enemies. You don't have to, but it's so much fun doing it. But anyways, that's further up the list. But the boss fight is just you expect the Joker to toss some like really mind bending puzzle thing but no he just takes some steroids and becomes bane what yeah he takes the venom right yeah he's like yeah i'm bane now okay well let's punch him yeah (laughs) i i think the boss fights are hit or miss on these games Mm. some of them are really good and i have a couple or later on on my list but then some are kind of lame and that joker was a big letdown I remember watching a boss fight with Killer Croc, and that was pretty rad. Yeah. That's an honorable mention for me. That's a good one. Um, All right. Um, My number nine is, as I mentioned, I completed this thing 100%. And I finally, the third one, I just did. Like It's one of those I'd log in every once in a while and play for an hour and just solve two riddles. So if you don't know... uh, Now you know... (laughs) The, there's the main storyline, and you just you know go to this location on the map to do the one. And then there's also just random stuff happening throughout the city. There's other like main, uh, you know, big rogues gallery guys doing stuff, or it can just be like a fire. There's a fire, or go save a cop, go save this hostage, or whatever. But also, the Riddler has hidden trophies all over the map, and just trying to get all of those is a pain in the ass. And then also these riddles that you have to solve throughout, and it's. Uh, it's a lot and it's overwhelming and I have to admit usually I would just like I don't want to do the riddles and I'll eventually because I love the game so much I'd slowly come back and do it and the other last couple weekends ago when I was just kind of I just needed some decompressed time because I've been doing so much stuff just sat and played for a few hours and it was a lot of fun and I finally got the last few I had to use Google for some of them I'm not going to say them all by myself but uh yeah, and so, but it's just all the side quests. I love that. And like I said, other games have had that, and I didn't really want to do them. I just kind of wanted to, like, especially on GTA, I just like, let me just beat the main storyline, and I'm done. And this one, I loved it. And it's stuff like, okay, go fight um, the Mad Hatter. Go uh, go help uh, Bane find the more Venom canisters. Go find... Um, Wait, what? That's the opposite of what you should be doing as Batman. Well, I know that's yeah, there's a story element to it. <laughs> oh, okay, I was gonna uh, say. Wait a minute. Um, go. Uh, oh, just anyone from the rogues guy. Like, there's the main ones that are sprinkled throughout. Like the Joker is always the main guy. The Penguin's usually in there, but then all his rogues guy, they're all in there a little bit, and they'll show up at different times, and uh, just doing them all. And some of them are tedious, like and especially in the third one where you have the Batmobile, and it's just like go destroy 20 tanks without taking damage and it's like something like that like uh okay that's kind of not fun anymore <laughs> but for the most yeah, part they're all work. they're all fun so all the side all the side quests i really love in the movies 
in the games. Sorry, um, that's my number nine, uh, Scott. Okay, so my number nine is uh, actually one of the live action. Uh, I, I was trying to think really hard about what my favorite moments were in the the Christopher Nolan Christian Bale uh, Batman's Batman. Anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, I think one of one of my favorite moments, and I have two on this list, uh, is not even a Batman moment. It's a Bruce Wayne moment uh, when he uh, buys the hotel in Batman Begins. He, he's fooling around with the supermodels and like the I don't even know what to call that like the the <laughs> the, the water sculpture I, I, whatever in the little pond they have inside the hotel yeah and they go swimming in it and they tell him he can't do it and then he just buys the hotel uh, I buy my own hotel yeah you got a nickel <laughs> there you go uh, yeah just. You know, I, I always feel these movies don't don't do enough to to show Bruce Wayne. Uh, I think it's one of the few things that the uh, um, the, the later DC movies have with Ben Affleck. You get to see a lot of him as Bruce Wayne. Um, granted, a lot of it's just him being broody, which is you know, at, after all the Christian Bale stuff, it's like yeah, we kind of get it. Um, you know, just see him in, in that persona uh, is is great. Um, and there's very little of that in the Christian Bale ones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I enjoyed him buying the hotel, <laughs> pretending to have fun. Yeah. The way yeah, he has, like, the two two or three models sitting in the sh- sitting shotgun in his Lamborghini when he pulls up. And they're right. getting off each other's laps as he's pulling, coming in. And then, But then Rachel was there, and she ruined everything. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Rachel. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. All right, Alex, number nine. My number right is the dumbass Riddler statues. Aww. <laughs> not because they're not cool, but it's just it's so addicting and at the same time so frustrating to have to find them all. I yeah. hate it. I love it, but I hate it so much. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> Damn you, Riddler. So the ones Who- that you just have to find that are hidden suck. Like, they're just, okay, fine. I mean... And the way the game mechanic works is there's uh, Riddler has henchmen out on the street, and with your bat vision, they kind of stand out. They glow green. And then instead of like beating them unconscious, you threaten them, interrogate them, then they give you the location on the map. Like they'll know, like five of them will light up, and then you can cuss them and knock them out. <laughs> um, so without that, you'll never find these things. That's the thing. You just have to go around looking for the Riddler henchmen or whatever. Yeah, in but- Arkham Asylum. It's yeah. There's no henchmen. They're just really? around. I think you could use detective vision to kind of spot them, but oh, it's okay. it's really fucking hard. Yeah, it's been a while, and even the henchmen are hard to find and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but like the ones where you have to solve the riddles, I enjoy those. Not necessarily because sometimes it'll it'll some words will pop up, and he'll like say, you know, his his daddy died, and now he's queen of Gotham, and you have to like. Look, find what he's looking at and take a picture of it and if that's it it solves it those are yeah, fun yeah. but not as fun but like the puzzles like where you have to like light all three question marks up and it unlocks it those I have fun mm-hmm. with because it's it's kind of like playing portal in a way like problem solving in, in the middle of the game so I like that detective work almost yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, uh, my number eight is, and I don't know, Alex will tell me because if it's, if it's in the first or second, it's the Scarecrow missions 
where the game kind of changes from this the same pers- this one perspective. Now it's like a side scroller. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the first one. And I really like it. And there's a giant. You're you're hallucinating. So there's a giant scarecrow in the middle, and you have to kind of hide so he doesn't see you, and you have to sneak up on him and get your attacks. And I just thought it's a really cool switch of game mechanics while you're playing. So something that stands out to me. And there, it was kind of scary. <laughs> That's what yeah, I remember. I know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the scarecrow side missions. So I guess in Arkham Asylum, not really side missions. I think you had to do them, but yeah. it was it was a different. <laughs> You got stabbed with needles every once in a while. I was like, oh, well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's my number eight. Uh, Scott. Okay. So my number eight, uh, and this is going to the, the animated series, uh, and that is uh, the... the It's not a particular singular moment, but uh, just Batman and Mr. Freeze... In the animated series, is handled so well. Uh, so one of the things that they they did in the, in the series that was really good um, was they they gave a lot of depth to most of this rogues gallery. Uh, you know, most of them weren't just like mindless psychopaths, uh, a la the Joker and Penguin. Uh, Mister Freeze definitely has a pa- uh, a, a pathos about um, pathos about you know he's trying to save his his sick wife and all this other stuff. Um, and it comes up again and again. And Batman each time is like sympathetic towards him uh, or empathetic. And yeah, it just, it's handled really well of all the, the villains that, that run through the animated series. I think they did the best with Mr. Freeze. Who, by nice the way, is one, the, is one of the goofier characters in the, in the rogues gallery. If you really think about it, mm-hmm. like, all are. basically anybody with a gun that just makes things cold. <laughs> which which there are se- which are several of in the <laughs> in the TC, yeah, yeah. So. Condiment man, condiment man, real character. Yeah. <laughs> what was the, I? Wouldn't by uh, I think it might have been the first uh, Mister Freeze instance in the animated series where he beats him by throwing like a cylinder full of stuff at Mister Freeze and it breaks and it pours all over his suit and then it goes down. And then one of the patrons at the, re- I think it was at a restaurant or at a bank or something where he finally stopped him. The guy's like, oh my gosh, what was in that canister? <laughs> Batman with a shit-eating smirk on his face. Chicken soup. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid, but I loved it so much. It reminded me a lot of the uh, Adam West. It's like something he would do. What I was going to ask, was um, Mr. Freeze ever in the Adam West show or no? Yeah. He was. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember, but okay. Cool. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Boo. Oh, sorry. I was <laughs> not on purpose. All right, Alex, number eight. My number eight is. I don't think you actually fought him. It's been a long time since I played Arkham Asylum, but I don't think you fought Killer Croc in the first one, right? Well, he's chasing you. Y- yeah. That was the thing that he you while you're walking through the asylum, you kind of see a cell and he's really scary and then it's like, "Oh shit, I have to go in there and get something." <laughs> and the, the the it's really tense. Yeah. And you have to go in there and you just have to step on a series of wraps because there's water also. <laughs> and then after you get the thing, it's very suspenseful and all of a sudden all hell breaks loose and you're running for your life. 
It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's what I remember. Too. I don't think, yeah, actually. I mean, it's a boss fight in that you just have to survive. Yeah. Right. And I think in the, the Arkham Asylum, in the very beginning, you're being, uh, well, you're wheeling the Joker in, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to stop because they're changing Croc's cells, right? And you see him and he's like making a bunch of, ma- like he's destroying everything. Is that how it starts out? I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But that was a, it was a cool little, that's a cool boss fight in quotes. I really liked it. Because Killer Croc's kind of dumb. Like, in the movies and stuff, ugh. I guess he's only <laughs> he, been in the one, but... Even in the animated series, but he's more comic relief. Yeah. It's still good. <laughs> okay. Um, my number seven, and this is just... Uh, it's not sp- specific to the video game. It's like... My knowledge of Batman before these games were Adam West's and... Um, the movies, right? Those things. I didn't really, I didn't read the comics. I mean, I read a couple. And so this was, a, and I didn't watch the animated series. So this is what really got me into knowing more than just the Batman, the Joker, the Penguin, uh, Riddler, and Two-Face. It was like... Robin. And Robin. But even like Robin as Nightwing, I didn't really know much about that. Uh, learning about Harley Quinn, learning about, like I said, Mad Hatter, uh, the fire chick guy dude i already forgot his name man bat uh there's so many things that i just can't name all of them right now but this is what introduced me to a lot of that and then once i did that and that's also kind of when i discovered podcasts and listening to kevin smith stuff and he was talking about a lot of this and interviewing these people like kevin conroy and mark hamill and paul dini so that really kind of all these things that cut me back into this nerdy comic book shit <laughs> so and then since then i've started to go back and read this stuff so uh i just yeah, it really got me into it because it was, yeah, it wasn't just, it felt more adult, which just sounds so stupid to say out loud, but it did. It felt better than watching the, the you know, Michael Keaton Batman. And then, I mean, 2009, when did um, uh, Batman Begins came out? It's about the same time, probably. So maybe all of that kind of coming together is what really got me into it. So, but yeah, I learned a lot about the Batman lore from these all these three of these video games. Scott. Okay, so we're on to sevens. Yeah. Yes. All right. So going back to live action once again, and the Christopher Nolan's. Uh, that would be the probably second favorite moment is in the third movie, uh, when he comes back and takes out Bane. Uh, mostly just because. The whole movie's building up to that point. Uh, it almost feels like a relief after that ridiculous sequence where he's getting punched in the back to get healed. Uh, well, you got to pop his vertebrae back. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Then he, you know, he makes it back to to Gotham for the inevitable showdown. Um, and yeah, it 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 was one of the highlights of the movie, which had plenty of problems. Uh, yeah, just I just like that that fight. And then he he punches him in his in his mask, um, and that that's basically what enables him to finally take him out. Uh, the while like Bane's like punching through concrete pillars <laughs> to to get to him, uh, and you have the yeah. whole you know in the midst of this just the whole ridiculous like police charge thing in the streets. 
Uh, I still don't believe how big he was in that movie. He looks fucking huge. I know. He looks like Baby. Batista or something. He's enormous in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, 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 like I said, I enjoyed that point of the end there, the last real fight. Mm-hmm. It's cool. There's that one scene where he like throws Batman up against a pillar, and he just like right, left, right, body blows. It's so quick. It's so cool. But then Batman punches him in the face. He found yeah. the glowing part on the, on the box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finally. <laughs> he hit star. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex. My number seven is Arkham Asylum had a, uh, <laughs> a unique quirk to it where it would where it outed some pirates that were pirating the game on PC. The developers released a version of it, but it had a bug in it where you couldn't use Batman's glide. It would just he would just continually flap the cape open and closed and play like a weird graphic so that you couldn't re- essentially you couldn't glide. <clears throat> and people would go up <laughs> in the forums and go, "Hey guys, <laughs> is there a patch for this uh, uh, arm flapping <laughs> glide glitch?" And then they, everybody would jump on him. It's like, "Oh, you got the pirated, huh? Pirate?" So I thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on to my number six. I will say the fight with Mr. Freeze, and I believe it's Arkham City. And so, as you mentioned before, Mr. Freeze has a... Um, cold gun. It's a cold gun. But no, he's also he's an interesting character, right? He's not just a black and white villain. And you need his help, but he's been captured by the Penguin. And you basically do. You have to go get his cold gun because uh, the, the Joker is... Uh, Basically, he's sick and he takes his blood and injects Batman with it. So now Batman's slowly dying over the course of the game. And Dr. Freeze, might, uh, Mr. Freeze might be able to create an antidote, blah, blah, blah. So you have to help him. But then you give him everything and he still be, he betrays you. And so it's a boss fight. And it's you're walking around his lab and you have to you know sneak up on him and, and get some punches in. But you can never do the same move twice so say you know you you hang from the ceiling and you come down and you get him you do that once and then he'll go and freeze all the pillars in the in the room so you can't go up there anymore and then let's say you come from underground from the vents and you you get some punches on him then he's gonna make sure those are all frozen and you can't get him and then so every single time you just can't do the same like as you were mentioning before alex like it's kind of a puzzle trying to clear a room but you can kind of get repetitive and you know it works and what doesn't he takes all those away from you You have to learn more than just a couple things and so it really makes you feel like Batman and it was a really cool uh, boss thing and you're like I don't even you you know you do your two or three and you're like crap I got two more to do and trying to think of different ways and so you learn it was a good game mechanic too for you to learn other ways to take people down so I believe it's Arkham City not Arkham Knight Um, forgive me if I'm wrong but pretty sure it's Arkham City uh, that's my number six, Scott. Okay. So my number six, uh, going back to the animated series, uh, just something that kind of stuck with me was the the animated series version of the Clocking, which is one of Batman's more ridiculous <laughs> rogues. 
but in this, in the animated series, they, they did an interesting thing where he was just this normal guy that, that was obsessive compulsive with, with keeping the same routine. But then his routine has changed ever so slightly and it creates this chain of events and basically ruins his life. And like, this is all like in the flashback. And then seven years later, stuff starts happening and he's basically this normal looking guy and he, he fights, you know, eventually Batman kind of tracks him down and they fight and he's like able to go toe to toe with Batman. Um, just because he's so meticulous about, about everything that he does that he's like clocked Batman's like the speed of his punches and kicks and stuff. So he's able to like know like when he has to start moving and it, it was, uh, it was just really cool. Um, and, the, it, and it culminates in this uh, big fight in a clock tower. Uh, big surprise. Um, <laughs> and he ends up falling, and you don't know what happens to him. And Batman says, basically, like, well, if I could have survived that, then he could have. Uh, so just uh, this really cool thing they did with this. I think it was like a one-off. He might have showed up in like a different uh, episode later on, but this was basically it. Uh I don't know, just, yeah. again, it just stuck with me. It was really cool. Yeah, that was a good episode. Sounds good. Are they on any are animated series anywhere? Netflix? Or... Uh, I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I know they make the rounds, though, every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll give it another. I know back when I, when I was really into these games, I looked for them because Kevin Smith was always talking about them, too. And I, they were like on YouTube, and they were like terrible quality and stuff. So maybe now they're... On Hulu or yeah, Netflix, or like you said, it's you know it's the Kevin Conroy, Mark yeah. Hamill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Alex. Uh, number six, uh, just combat in general. And yeah. Arkham Asylum was pretty great. It was innovative at the time. I hadn't played anything like it before, and it was really cool. And the best part about it was that they spread it out the moments of combat where you had to fight. Uh, well enough that it didn't become repetitive for me anyways because most of the game you're gonna you're yeah you're a giant fucking bat ninja and that's what you want to do is just skulk around in the shadows taking out enemies one by one but they also break that up with combat so that yeah neither part was repetitive they really balanced each other out very well yeah i 100 percent agree and that's it got better and better over time but it was still it's good to begin with and I have more. This is a little higher on my list, but I everything Just you said, high. I agree with. Yeah, it's like yeah, you want to you want to hide and you know take them out one by one, but sometimes you just can't, and so you just. You, but then if they have guns, you're fucked. You're still Batman. You're not Superman, so you got to get the hell out of there. You got to drop a smoke pellet and and hide. <laughs> but if they're not, uh-huh. if they don't have guns, then you just and then you kick the shit out of these guys and break their fucking jaws, and it's awesome. <laughs> but they're still alive. Yeah, you don't kill me. <laughs> that is the one thing, especially the third one when you have the Batmobile and you're shooting them with rubber bullets and running them over. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, unquote, okay, Batman. rubber bullets. Yeah. <laughs> They'll say, you'll hear little guys talking every once in a while, man, you heard that thing shoots rubber bullets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about, was that my rubber Batmobile running your ass over? Because <laughs> I just did. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, alive, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that's just kind of Batman in general, right? He doesn't kill people, but he beats the shit out of people, and puts them in a coma. I don't know what's he'll paralyze it. Yeah, he'll paralyze. It's, it's like that whole Batman, the the Pete Holmes. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> well, they get sleepy. When they find me, they get really sleepy. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, there's, like, battering, like, through a guy's eyeball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I recommend that, the watching that, uh, the Penguin one, where Patton Oswalt's playing the Penguin. And, like, even the Penguin's, like, horrified at all the shit Batman's doing. <laughs> He throws a battering in the Joker's eye in Dark Knight Returns. Mm. He does. But that's also because he... Yeah, well, spoiler. Yeah. I won't spoil it. Um, all right, so... limitations. Yeah. When he fucking finally kills the Joker. There, yeah. I said it. <laughs> okay, uh, all the main villains show up. This is my number five. So it's all the ones that you know and love. And I think it, it almost all three, they at least make some appearance. Some bigger than others. The first two are definitely Joker driven. He's the main baddie, and then uh, the third one. I think you kill him in the second one, but in the third one, he's just kind of in your con- he's in your mind, and you always have flashbacks to him and stuff. Which, by the way, was really cool. Side note: a lot of these famous comic book scenes, which have never been put to animation or in the film they do in the games or like remember this time and it goes and shows how uh like from um killing joke how barbara gordon gets uh paralyzed and stuff like that or the killing of a joker kills she's a jason todd the joke uh, the the robin all these things become like live uh, uh not live but you get to see the animation so it's a comic book come and it's never been done before anywhere else in animation as far as i know i believe at least at the time so that was a kind of cool thing. Um, but you're seeing um, the Penguin, like I said, Two-Face, Scarecrow, uh, Killer Croc, uh, Bullseye, not Bullseye. Um, Clayface, kind of. Yeah, Clayface. <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple times he shows up in the games. Um, oh, really? He shows up more than in in uh, After Asylum? Yeah, he's in Arkham Arkham City. He's kind of, well, he's the... Uh, the Joker's clone at one point. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> um, who's Bo- who? Do, who did Will Smith play in the movies? Oh, Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah, Deadshot. Um, Zaz. Uh, the Boomerang. I don't know if Boomerang makes an appearance. Uh, Con- Bane. <laughs> Condiment Man. Bane. Harley Quinn. Catwoman. Like I said, Robin. I think Robin and. So, like, not Jason Todd. Who's the other Robin? Uh, Dick Grayson. He's definitely playing Nightwing in these, but the, one of the other Robins is actually playing Robin. Okay. Um, uh, um, whatever. It's, if you name him, at least the ones that I know, they have all showed up. Maybe not Condom Man or whatever you guys are calling him. Uh, <laughs> Condiment. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Latex condo. <laughs> Uh, you have uh, Oracle. It's not Oracle Gallery, but just everyone. Oracle's talking to you into your headset. You have Commissioner Gordon in the games. You have uh, Lucius Fox. You have uh, Alfred. Uh, Vicky Vale has appearances. It's just everybody. It's just, oh, I love it. It's just, it's so Batman. Um, so there. No Rachel Dawes, because I don't know if she's a movie thing or she's from the stories, but um, Calendar Man. All these weird people show up. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my number, whatever wrong. Five, four. Where's my number five? Scott. Five. Okay. So, we're five. Uh, going to one of the DC animated movies. Uh, it would be Justice League War. 
and it was basically the the origin of the Justice League was the main subject of the of this movie. But there's one point where they they had to split up for whatever reason, and uh, Batman and Green Lantern have to go through the sewers of of Gotham or Metropolis. I'm not sure, but at any rate. Um, you know, th- th- at this point in the Justice League, nobody really knows each other. Um, so they're just walking along and they, you know, the Green Lantern's like, well, what's your superpower? And he basically s- just kind of smirks at him and he's like, don't tell me, uh, you know, like, intimating that, like, you don't actually have any superpowers. And then Batman all of a sudden just holds up the Green Lantern ring. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and the Green Lantern's like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> and Batman, again, like, this, like, this super smug smirk, um, you know, after, you know, basically the Green Lantern begs him to give it back. Uh, he gives the, the ring back and uh, the Green Lantern says, uh, that's the last time that'll ever happen. And Batman says, you're right, as long as I don't want it to. <laughs> <laughs> Parap- awesome. par- paraphrasing a little bit there, but uh, yeah. yeah, just <laughs> so Batman basically stole the ring. <laughs> he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. thought that was awesome. Sounds cool, yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, number five. My number five is the gadgets in the game. Of course, you can't be a Batman game without having a ton of gadgets. And it's always cool You're using them and then, oh, shit, I found this new thing. Now we can upgrade, like, the Batarang. She's got a new type of Batarangs. At one point, you have to go into the Batcave to get a different type of, um, what you call it, harpoon gun to rip out grates and that opens a lot more of the areas it was just cool the blasting gel that yeah was one the of my blasting f- gel that's in all three games <laughs> that's one of my favorites not only does he have to spray it he has to spray it in the shape of a bat yeah. and then it definitely doesn't kill people when he explodes <laughs> right next to their faces uh, yeah <laughs> oh that's awesome that's my favorite move but yeah every single time the animation <laughs> spraying a bat <laughs> spraying a bat that's cool alright um, my number four and I don't know if this is in the first one I guess it's more in the open world where so Batman as with uh, any of like, the movies too where he's up there and he can listen right he hears everyone talking he has his whatever bat ears going on here and the goons, just the the dialogue. Like if you stand in one place and just listen to what they're saying, oh, it's so good. Yeah. And then it definitely it changes as the story progresses too. So, and then you'll you'll and if you're in this part of town, it's the Riddler's people, or the the Penguins people. In this part of town, it's Two Faces people, and then it's Jokers, and they they talk. And then, and especially since I was just playing the third one, and I had beat the main storyline, so I was just doing riddles. As part of the main storyline, it's revealed that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And so everyone's talking about, man, I can't believe everyone's being beaten beaten up by that pretty boy. I would have kicked his ass. And then other guys saying, like, I knew he was a rich guy because he kind of punched like a guy who didn't care. Like, it was just, you hear them say stuff. And, (laughs) man, why don't we go rob him? And it's just all this just funny, just little stuff talking about. And uh, if you, you hear him enough, and there's. Even though I had beat the game and I'm just walking around town trying to solve it's there's enough variety that it's not like you hear the same one over and over and over again. Um, I just like it. It'll say stupid stuff where like you're you know you're on the rooftops and you happen to drop down to the street and they see you, 
And then it'll, some guys will say, it's Batman, let's get him. And then there's other people's like, it's Batman, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, <the> smart ones. <laughs> so, so that's interesting. How is that ever resolved? Like the fact that everybody knows who he is, or is that just part of the story? It's the end game. So as so once you uh, so you beat the main storyline, and then at any point you can activate what's called the um, Nightfall Protocol, and then I so I finally did that once I beat everything, and it's basically Bruce Wayne kills himself. I think you're supposed to believe he just. It's kind of like once again Dark Knight Returns, where he kind of fakes his death, mm. and then. He burns down Wayne Manor. He burns down all this other stuff. And then just kind of a big fire bat comes to the screen and it ends. So it's left kind of open-ended, but from I'm assuming it's kind of like he's faking it and he'll come back again. But I don't know. It just kind of ends at that point. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, like I was saying, the second one, it's all about that oh, Doctor, not Doctor Strange, um, Hugo Strange. Goddamn comic book characters, man. They have the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knows who you are, but he hasn't told everybody yet, but he knows that you're Bruce Wayne. And he's kind of the big villain, the big bad in the second one. That is part of it. Him and the Joker are kind of the two baddies they have in this face. But yeah, it's it's just the goon talk and the talking about, man, I saw one of those Riddler trophies around. I don't know what they are, but I tried to grab one and it electrocuted the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see Batman's new uh, Batmobile? It's pretty cool, but I prefer the one from the seventies. It's more retro look. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, there's like that. yeah, there's meta stuff like that. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, all right, that's my number four, Scott. Okay, so uh, my number four uh, is the the end of the Killing Joke. Um, so I'd, I'd read the graphic novel before I, I watched most of the, the animation. I don't think I saw the whole thing, but the Batman bones, Batwoman, Batgirl. Yes. He makes, makes Batgirl into Batwoman. Oh, uh, yeah, that was weird. They added that into the, (laughs) yeah, it was (laughs) into the animation. Uh, but at any rate, the, the ending uh, this, the whole premise of the thing is awesome. Uh, you know, with the, the Joker telling his origin story, but, you know, he's the ultimate unreliable narrator, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, you know, it finishes with, with Batman, you know, saying, you know, this is only going to end one of two ways. <laughs> and, uh, like, and he doesn't want to kill anybody. Um, and then the, the Joker tells him that joke, and then they, the Batman, uncharacteristically laughs and they, they have the big laugh and the police come and take the Joker away. Uh, but yeah, just that, that moment of, uh, you know, Joker and Batman aren't that different. Uh, yeah, obviously their motivations yeah. are, you know, way different, but they're both crazy. <laughs> just Batman's a lot more high functioning. <laughs> I mean, is it that? Which all it takes is one bad day. Is that from that? Cause like, yeah, has... that, that's the whole point of the Joker story. Yeah. Right. Because he's kind of getting money for the family story. and everything. Yeah, and... yeah. If that's all, yeah. if, if any of that's even true. Yeah. Sure. Um, that, that's actually like the whole point with the, the Clock King episode of the animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, that's part of it. You know, you know what, what happens when you're pushed too far is another theme in that. And uh, it's cool that Batman, you know, again, doesn't break. 
Like he's still, you know, he, he usually kill the Joker um, all along. That that's that. It's cool that they bring that up. Like, why doesn't Batman just kill the Joker? That would solve so many problems. Mm-hmm. But that's just not Batman. That's not what he's about. Dark Knight Rubber Returns. Bullets. <laughs> Rubber bullets, on the other hand. Yeah. Um, so I saw. I read it too a while. Like this is one of the one of the first ones I read after getting into the lore. And then I saw that animated show in the movies. They did uh, in the theater when they had a. What do you call that special event when it's on the movies and it's not a real movie? The, the Fathom event. Yeah, it was a Fathom event, and it was a packed house at Spectrum, and people were so booing and pissed off that first half of that thing when it wasn't anything to do with the comic book. Like, what the hell? Why the hell is Batman boning Batgirl? It's, that's ridiculous. It's terrible. They it kind of actually alluded to that in the Batman Beyond series. Maybe, but it wasn't from the comic book. From that right. from that graphic novel. And he's right. like... He's even like 40 years older than her. It's ridiculous. Anyway, and she yeah. has no legs. <laughs> well, that was after the fact. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in Batman Beyond, Barbara wasn't paralyzed, so... I think it was... That, that series came about before the killing joke. Yeah, I don't know how canon Batman Beyond was. I don't think it was. Well, yeah. a, to the animated series, of course it was, but not to the comic book. Um, yeah, I mean, that's. I think I mentioned like more lore. I didn't know that Oracle was Batgirl, and that what happened with her legs. Like, all the stuff I learned and read about later. So the turn me on. It was pretty cool. All right, uh, Alex, number four, I believe. You, we've touched on this many times, but the villains just phenomenal, even in the games. Uh, they're brought to life brilliantly by the original voice actors from the animated series, and the, the, they all do a great job, even ones that we haven't seen in the animated series. Like, I don't think Calendar Man ever made it to the to small screen. Right, Scott? Correct me if I'm wrong. Calendar Man? I don't... Yeah. Maybe on... Uh, I don't. Did you ever watch Brave and the Bold? Yes, I did. Yeah, so some of the, some of like the C&D rank <laughs> villains make their way into that one. And they're pretty great, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know about. I, I, yeah, I don't think Calderman ever made it into the animated series. Yeah, but yeah, villains. Enough said. Okay, uh, my number three is kind of picking back, uh, the voice actors from this. I love, even though I wasn't a big, uh, I didn't watch the animated series. I can see why people love. I think Alex even said like Conroy is your Batman, and I can see why people. Mm-hmm. Say that he's he's really good in this. Mark Hamill is really good. Uh, just the entire uh, entire voice casts. I don't know who they all are, but just it it's up there, and I can see why people say that. And then it's it's moving up for me too. The more I play these games, the more and more they do become my my Batman, my Joker, and everything. So yeah, um, I I think the thing that Conroy does better than all the other Batman. I mean, I think he sounds the best as Batman, but I think he does it. Where he's still able to to inject some humor, but still keep that like whole Batman persona going. Like yeah. the as a straight man, he's better than than the rest of them too. Okay. Not much humor in the video games. I'm trying to remember. There's not much, and there's very little Bruce Wayne too. Uh, it's very little, so it's pretty yeah, much Batman. Has, has it's a shame because Conroy's Bruce Wayne is also really good. He can flip between both of them like it seemingly with ease. Have either of you played the Telltale Batman games? 
No, I, I haven't have, yet. Yeah, because I, because I've heard there's like a fair bit of being Bruce Wayne in those. Is it him? Uh, I don't know if it's Conroy. I'll have to look that up. Those I got the first few of the Game of Thrones ones, and they're a trip, man. Fucking Ramsey Bolton destroyed my entire family on that game. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> You should character. Have the other option. Yeah. The happy ending. Yeah. In case I was paying attention, I know there's no happy ending. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I should try that Batman. Okay, so so Batman that is Troy Baker, oh, who's a fairly f- prolific voice actor. Yeah, not but, bad at that. But Laura Bailey is, is Catwoman, though. I can get behind that. I bet you can. Meow. Yeah. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, the voice actors and specifically Mark Hamill and uh, Kevin Conroy. Um, Scott. Okay, so we're on to number three. 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 <laughs> uh, going way back to the the sixties Batman, and yeah. uh, it's just that uh, sometimes Batman just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> uh, That's so good. I I don't know if it's my favorite singular gag in the movie, but it's probably my favorite sequence. Just <laughs> just him running back and forth in that dock, and there's like the nuns, and then the like the seals, and, <laughs> and he's the got baby the, ducks. Yeah, he's got the giant cartoon bomb over his head, and just Adam Adam West's like exasperation, <laughs> and, he's, and then you know in the middle of this he just stops and looks at the camera. Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. For some days, I forget what the, the exact line, but uh, yeah. oh, that that movie uh, deserves some more love. Uh, it's so ridiculous. Uh, you know, I, I I wonder if it was it's treated unfairly because people just don't get that it was supposed to be that campy. Mm. But uh, yeah, the the whole bomb gag gag not being able to get rid of it. Nice. You know that's Santa Barbara Pier. Okay. And I, and I was there for the first time a few years ago, and I was walking around. I'm like, dude, I've been, I know this pier. And I was like, what? <laughs> looking at it, looking at it, I'm like, I think it's the Batman bomb pier. And I looked it up, sure enough, film Santa Barbara at Santa Barbara Pier. So I've been there. I've been on the same wooden planks as Adam West and Burt Ward. Adam West. <laughs> All right, Alex, number three. Number three is the stealth. It's just really really good in these games uh i think it's even better than um whatchamacallit metal gear for the ps1 even though i thought that was good it was a bit you know a bit too easy i'd say with because in the in the lower right hand corner you had the cameras and you can see like the cone of where the enemies the npcs could see you kind of didn't really have this with batman you would just have to find ways to stay in the shadows and you know skulk around go under the grates or fly high on the uh, gargoyles mm-hmm. but yeah finding always finding new ways to sneak around obstacles even when you upgraded your batarangs they could do like a sonic sound thing and yeah, all the guards would be drawn drawn away over there it's yeah. awesome no there's nothing when you when you go into a room and you get the You'll know how many because you have your bat computer. I don't know. You know, like, okay, there's six heartbeats going on, and you can see there. 
the heartbeat starts elevating the more and more victims that you keep taking out. And, you, and <laughs> sometimes they'll just give up. Some of the guys are like, I'm done, Batman, just come get me. <laughs> and you just walk up to him, punch him in the face and knock him out. Uh, but yeah, then just coming down and just swooping down from the gargoyle. Or The best is when you sneak up between two guys and just slam their heads together. Oh, it's so good. Like I said, the smoke pellets, if you do get into trouble, you drop a smoke pellet and then your bat vision turns in so you can still fight and they can't see you. Um, Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Which um, leads me to my number two, which is the combat. I have both stealth and then also just when you're fighting a group of guys. Sometimes it feels like, oh my god, when you first start starting the controls, like I can't take on all these guys. And then you'll just learn. And it feels so much like Batman. Punch this guy over here in the neck, and then go over here and kick this guy in the groin, and go over here and punch this guy in the kidney, and then go back over this way and and counteract. And he's gonna they have the thing where the the counterattack, where you can see like a little exclamation point comes above the guy's head, and if you hit Y, yeah. you time it perfectly. You know, you grab his punching fist and you pull in your arm and you flip him over, and it's just. And then later on, you get gadgets. You can start, you know, a batarangs or. A, whatever the, the grappling hook you can take their guns out of their hands you can uh the the spray you were talking about you can just do like a bear, like flip on the ground and put a little spray on the ground and then lure them over there and do it and shaped like a bat yeah you can use the yeah <laughs> the freeze yeah you can freeze a guy some guys it's just oh it's so fun and like later on you'll have to i think one of the side quests is uh Azrael is trying to take over as the the new Dark Knight is like, when you're done, I need to take over for you. And so you teach him, oh, yeah. and you get some of those missions. And you have to, like, by the end, it keeps harder and harder. And you have to, like, 20 guys, and you can't take a hit and take a single punch. And, like, you think, like, there's no way I'm going to do this. But you just get into the rhythm, and you can. And it's like, uh, it makes you feel so good. So. Cool. Uh, yeah. And then all the stealth stuff you already said. So that's my number two. Scott. Okay. So my number two... Uh, so this, I think in the, the comics, it had a different name and a different villain. Uh, but in the, the animated movie, which was Justice League Doom, I believe it was called. Uh, the, the premise of this one is, uh, it's, it's fucking great. Basically, Batman has a plan that he's come up with to basically take out every single member of the Justice League in case they need to. But the problem is that the plan gets gets stolen by uh, like Vandal Savage in the in the movie, and basically all, all every single member of the Justice League gets their asses kicked, uh, or almost killed. Uh, but they're they're barely able to put it out or pull it out. But the the, the best part about all of this is at the very end, when uh, they they find out that you know they went through all this trouble because Batman had made this plan to take everybody out, and they they basically vote on whether to keep him in the league or not. And they kick him out, and his whole response is, "Like I don't care. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I would do it again." <laughs> like he's like, "I'm just a dude. Like all of you can wreck the entire planet. Like so, peace out." <laughs> like this fucking the uh, you know perfect Batman moment, yeah. Where you know, yeah, I'm I'm sure he like regretted all the shit that happened, but. He's not sorry that he came up with this plan. He's just sorry that he got stolen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Both his versions were non-lethal. It was Vandal Savage that upped the lethality of him. Uh, 
like I mean sp- spoilers the bat or the Superman one involved getting like shot with kryptonite so <laughs> well you can't hold back with that guy yeah so there you, there you go but yeah just Batman not 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 caring what the rest of just think thinks of him mm-hmm. nice oh so um are you gonna talk about Dark Knight Returns all Scott or no no that was it from the live action. Okay. Um, in that, yeah, he it basically comes up. It's the same like with the movie that came out. He comes up with a synthetic uh, or a gaseous form of kryptonite. And so when he's beating Batman or beating Superman up, he says, like, I just wanted you to know, Clark, that I could beat you. I could have made a stronger dosage. I could have done this. I just want you to know. like, Yeah, with my hand you- on your throat. Yeah, like on your darkest days that you know that I beat you and I could have ended you and stuff like that. It was just really fucked up. Oh, I actually yeah. might have more to say about that. Oh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were talking about the, the Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale. Oh, sorry. Bit of noise. That returns. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry. Um, then I went in there. Uh, Alex, number two. My number two is, I forget which game it was. But Mark Hamill announced his retirement from the Joker. He's, I'm retiring at the Joker, you know. He's had his day in the sun, and I don't want to do Joker anymore. And then Rocksteady's like, oh, okay, but why don't you read the script for our next game? <laughs> okay, I'll do one more Joker. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much just delayed Mark Hamill's retirement of his Joker voice. Yeah, I think it was the dark, the third one, the Dark Knight. But then he said the same thing, and then they did the Killing Joke, and he came back and did that. Yeah, I, th- I think like <laughs> I, le- I think at least Conroy did one of the recent ones. So I think they just they'll come back, just not they're not tapped to do it all the time. Yeah. Well, it's this good. is the first time I've ever heard Mark Hamill say he was retiring the Joker, so I was pretty blown away. It's a good way for them to make more money. Yeah, yeah I'll pile up the money truck, and then I'll do it. There um, it is. All right. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to get some cigarettes out of the ashtray. Yeah. There you go. Uh, they're making Star Wars movies again. I don't think he has to do that anymore. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> um, my number one is just... It doesn't happen as much in the first game, but definitely in the second and third one. It's just using your grappling hook and then just launching through the sky, gliding throughout the entire city. It is such a cool a moment. Just being Batman and just soaring above and looking at the crime below and finding your victim or finding the next building you need to go to. And then the third one, especially when they have the rain effects and your cape is just, you know, that scene in the dark night, uh, when he's in China and he goes to, or is it China or Taiwan, wherever he goes to bring back, um, the CPA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he does that thing where he shoots the glass with the bombs and then he just goes, and there's that scene where the music all cuts out and you just hear his cap, his cape, flapping in the wind right before you that's what it is when you're just gliding over gotham and it's, it's so it's so fun and so addictive and you keep getting like attachments where you you can launch yourself even faster and higher with that thing and you just sit there and just oh, i feel like such a dork but it's so cool you're just flying through the air looking at looking over gotham or arkham city whatever they're calling it and ah oh, it's so so good and just and you'll sometimes i just like doing that and just finding some random dude. He has nothing to do with, you know, he's just, uh, that's the one <laughs> thing. a street thug. Yeah. The way they have these games are always the way where there's no innocent people around ever, except for maybe the cops and the firemen. It's just 
thugs because of the way the cities have been built and it's just it's a place for prisoners or whatever so you just find a dude and you just like yeah just dive bomb on him and just just kick their shit out of him and then his friends are usually around and they'll try to attack you and you just punch him in the gut and just yeah it's awesome batman (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's my number one scott all right so uh returns everyone (laughs) yeah basically batman v superman uh, mostly from yeah that just pre- Jeff pretty much laid it out with the I love the whole idea of um, just just like Superman's whole thing of you know I could kill you anytime I really wanted to you know, Batman basically flipping that around and saying like I did this to you <laughs> I want you to remember that that I could have fucking killed you too so there you go mm-hmm. uh, and this has come up a lot in the comics in different incarnations. Um, I think I was, I was reading about this today in one series. Uh, so, I, you know, not having read the comic, but just synopsis of it, where uh, Batman actually comes up with a different strategy to beat Superman. It involves kryptonite, but not the green kryptonite, the red one, where basically it makes uh, Superman more powerful. But the problem is he becomes so powerful that he's just absorbing energy all the time. And he has to, like, keep himself from exploding. And he's just in constant pain. So, <laughs> that's, and I think Batman has a similar uh, reaction to that, which is like, I want you to know that I did this to you. Uh, there's that. There was, <laughs> there's some crazy one where they, they fight and like, basically Superman kicks him into the sun or whatever, but like he somehow poisons him with uh, kryptonite on the way out. And so he winds up killing Superman anyway. Uh, <laughs> after, his, after his death. So he doesn't actually lose. Uh, yeah, just uh, that that whole dynamic, and even even in the the Batman vs Superman, uh, you know it, it wasn't great <laughs> the fight that they have, but there was some fun points in it. It's one of the higher points of the movie. Yeah, no, it's definitely the high, highlight of the movie. Uh, but you know, the, the, there's some great stuff mixed in there, like when uh, <laughs> when when Batman's punching him. But the kryptonite wears off, and then just the... I think Affleck does a really good job on this, where he's like... I don't know if panic's the right word, but he's definitely dismayed. So, yeah, just that that whole Batman versus Superman. The the one person that could really uh, take out Superman if they needed somebody to do it. And what I like, and so I only know the one from Dark Knight Returns, which is pretty much with Batman v Superman's kind of a, as a take on that. Is is this is where I'll defend Superman a little bit? It both times it happens right after Super, Superman is weak to begin with because he just took an atomic blast, right? Like in both those things, where Superman isn't fighting at a hundred percent strength, so it gives you just a little. If you're a Superman fan, to have a little out in those arguments, right? Like, you could always say, well, Batman beats Superman, but you're like, well, Superman was, if he was 100%, maybe he had, you know, I just like that, that little out that they put in the, <laughs> in the comics and in the movie just to keep us talking about this shit nonstop, right? Like, yeah. Um, I just thought that's just a cool little twist, a little uh, thing added to it. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is just being Batman. Just feels great in yeah. the game. And from what you you're telling me, Jeff, it feels even better in the later one. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting hyped. Got to go find the other like discount copies of the other two games. 
Yeah. I have a physical copy of Dark Arkham Knight. You guys can borrow that whenever you want. Cool. Or at least you can. Scott doesn't sound like he cares, but you can. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, honorable mention I had was the Batmobile was meh. It was a nice addition in the third one, but not. It just it hurt. I just rather fly through the air. So driving on the streets didn't wasn't as fun for me. It was still cool to have the Batmobile. Um, and then one other thing is in the third one, there's Man Bat, which I really don't know the whole story, but it's a it's more like a big bat that's kind of humanoid than it is but he, he did some science experiments i don't know the whole story but you'll be flying like i said i love flying through the air and all of a sudden you kept hearing the sound effect of a screeching thing and you had to like find this random dude flying in the air and that was one of the side missions it was just a cool little like um <laughs> that's pretty awesome like an environment thing where you just yeah. you're doing your thing all of a sudden you hear the screech and you have to find the location of it and you kind of see him and then you have to like get above him and just slam into him in the middle of the air and punch him. And you have to do it like four times during the game and then you finally beat him. It's fun. Um, and then I had a question for you before we go into the news. Uh, maybe Scott says it doesn't matter. But um, so the Spider-Man version seems like it's the same thing as this, but it's Spider-Man coming out. Would there be any other characters you guys would like to see? Like, do you think a Superman version of this would be good or um, an Ooh. Iron Man or Captain America is that something that sounds interesting to you guys or so hmm so suits... short answer yes <laughs> yeah specific yeah short short answer yes but uh well I mean Superman's got a lot to come to, to rebound from after the the shitty was it Nintendo 64 well the one version? the Brendan Routh video game adaptation from the movie I heard was decent which is as good as Superman games get yeah. So, so as you opposed have, to the movie, but yeah. So you have those uh, injustice uh, fighting yeah. games recently, yeah, and those, those are pretty fucking cool. Those are cool, like the way they delve into the storyline for those. Uh, but yeah, but I, but I think Batman works because of the whole, like you've mentioned a lot throughout this podcast, the the detective stuff, the having to figure things out, yeah, the the stealth, uh, the fact that he's not super powered, so it makes fighting more reasonable. Right. Um, and I think Spider-Man works on that, that kind of some on a similar level in that, uh, he's, he's strong, but not, you know, massively. So, and he's able to, instead of the stealth, he's got the, the incredible, uh, like maneuverability with the webs mm-hmm. and that plays into it. Whereas if you're playing like, I mean, Superman would be fun if you could fly around, but then, you know, what are the limitations at that point? Yeah, exactly. Uh, they get old. Even though I love gliding, but you have to kind of earn it. Where if he's just always flying, it would seem a little weird. I yeah. think. But they it, should do a uh, like a Cuphead, like a '30s version of Superman, where he just jumps really high. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking maybe a Hulk game. I don't know if I can play an entire game, but just jumping from building to building and just smashing bad guys—that could be. I don't know. If it'd be like I said, a whole game, but like a mini game would be fun. Yeah, you know, just like. In Avengers, and you just played everybody's strength. Yeah, everybody has their own like little section of doing stuff. Well, if you yeah. want to know what that kind of feels like, play Saints Row Four, the last one, because <laughs> in that one you do end up getting superpowers and jumping around. Like you don't fly, you kind of jump super high, and then you get abilities where you can glide, kind of. So it's kind of like uh, the Hulk jumping around. Okay. Hmm. 
Yeah. I was trying to look at what Rocksteady's doing, and it just has on their um, Wikipedia, it just says they're working on something no one knows what it is right now. So, But they are owned by DC. I didn't know that. They're owned actually by DC. Mm. Uh, okay. So maybe they're doing a, a Superman or maybe a Justice League uh, I game. hope they revived the, um, the Flash game. That was worked on a few years ago, not by Rocksteady, but by another company. I forget okay. who it was, but it even like their their beta footage looked amazing. Looked like a lot of fun. Uh, like maybe just one with all the like I said maybe a Justice League, where like he said maybe be super, we just have him for a little bit, Flash for a little bit, um, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman. That might be a way to solve some of those issues. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been nice if you know it didn't get turned into just a Green Lantern solo game. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Because we were working over at um, oh, at Double Helix on a Justice League game where you did get to do that. Gotcha. But then it changed. Yep, drastically. All right. All right. Well, uh, it's time for <laughs> Alex Wum. knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So I guess in Mexico City, they have a very unique marathon where the point is to cheat, and if you don't get caught, then you end up winning a medal. Okay. What well, so, so, like, what, what are the different things that people do then? Oh, it's dumb, because almost everybody gets caught. Ah. Uh. Because they just missed, you know, there's people that miss the checkpoints. They wear, like, bracelets or anklets or something, and you hit the checkpoints so they know that you've run over there. But no, most everybody get caught. I think this year they disqualified 3,090 runners. I, I'm, I'm no expert on, uh, <laughs> on marathons, but that sounds like a lot of people. That's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> well, it's nothing compared to the year before, which was 5,806 people. Jesus. So, <laughs> so how do they prove that somebody actually did it then? Like I said, the the bracelets they keep monitoring them, and one guy. I mean, the story on ESPN here focuses on one guy that got outed by his brother on social media because he just ran the last mile. And then he took a selfie after the finish line, and his brother's like, "Dude, you don't look like you've been running," and he lost his medal. <laughs> Oh, Mexico, never change. Except for, you know, all the bad stuff. Change yeah. that. Clean the water. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and start. Oh, wait. We didn't rate the the games. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, backing up here. Uh, for me, it's seven. I, I beat all three completely, so there's no way I could not give this a seven. Uh, seven. So, seven for me. Scott. Uh, give it a provisional seven based on Batman getting a seven as a character. <laughs> so, NA for Scott. Alex. <laughs> uh, so far, Arkham, Arkham Asylum, I'm going to give that a six. I haven't okay. gone and played it since I played it on 360, but it was a solid enough experience that I remember most of it. Sounds good. All right, now it's time for Neom News. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So to start off with, uh, so Alex mentioned that Mr. Freeze was in the original series, and I looked it up, and he indeed was. And it's pretty hilarious. He's got uh, the eyebrows. Yeah, right? yeah. He looks like he looks like something out of Dune for way before Dune ever happened. I wonder if he was the inspiration for that. Oh, oh yeah. What's his face? But uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's been a little bit of news on the Big Triple Little China sequel. Oh yeah. Starring The Rock, and really involving Fox none of the people. I'm out. Wait, The Rock is David Lopin? No, he plays he plays Wang. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, that I buy. No, so the, so the news is that they they basically have the producers have come out and said, uh, or at least representatives of the movie or The Rock or whoever have have said that the the way they're making this movie is that it's a continuation. So this is not a remake of the original. Uh, the Rock will be playing a an original character, I guess. Uh, you know, past that, I I just don't see the need for for this. <laughs> no, the, the first movie's about as close to perfect as anything can be. Uh, Is Kurt Russell going to be in it? I don't think so. Oh. I think I think so. The so I I what I, from what I was reading, uh, they somebody got a hold of John Carpenter and uh, and Kurt Russell, and they both of their reactions were basically like, well. Uh, you know, I hope whoever's doing this does it right. Was basically the the gist of it. So Carpenter's not involved either. I don't think so. Uh, I think they they might have re- reached out to him for like in some capacity, but I mean he's definitely not directing it or writing it or producing it. So, <laughs> I mean he's heard of it. Yes, he's he's heard of it. Uh, so that that'll be coming. I don't know. The, at the rate the Rock turns out movies, I imagine that might even be out next year. Yeah, I think it's... If they, they shart, they sh- if they start... Uh, I almost said if they shart... Principal photography. Yeah, but uh, if they, they start uh, filming... Could be out next year, I don't know. I mean, I was just reading again that he's attached to the Jungle Book, which I think I knew. Mm-hmm. But that... Mo- that's like in film, or being filmed, or is done being filmed? Oh, sure. But, uh, yeah, so little little news on a beloved... Uh, film property there. Wait, didn't Jungle Book already come out? Jungle Cruise. Did I say Jungle Book? Yeah. Or, I don't know, I heard Jungle Book. But yeah, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, you did say Jungle Book. Okay. Because I know Andy Serkis is doing one based more off the book than the Disney movie. Uh, Oh, okay. So there is that. Okay. Okay, but but yeah. uh, Jungle Jungle Cruise. Cruise Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, he's going to see it's a Five hundred thousand, five hundred million dollar movie to see the backside of water, <laughs> CGI water. <laughs> there it is. There it is, folks. <laughs> Reverse CGI water. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, couldn't do this without talking something Marvel. Uh, Wesley Snipes has <laughs> has has teased the possibility of another Blade movie. Oh uh, yeah. I I somehow doubt that there's actually any traction on this, uh, but it feels like. You know, they 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 might want to copy that that uh, the whole Deadpool money. Go maybe Marvel wants to dip their toes into the or the MCU wants to dip their toes into the that R-rated mm-hmm. audience. Although at this point, you know, I I don't know. I haven't seen Wesley Snipes in anything in a while, so I don't know that he can carry the sword, mm-hmm. as it were. 
so it, it could be cool though. Um, you know, I think I don't know if people forget, but really, if you feel people don't forget, if you track track it back, we kind of have Blade to thank for all the. I think Blade and uh, the first Spider-Man movie really, yeah, to to thank for X-Men, the, uh, yeah, X-Men too. But without without Blade, maybe there was never an X Men or a Spider Man movie. So mm-hmm. to prove that you know there wasn't, you could make a serious movie about this and, and make money and people would enjoy it. Uh, so yeah, who, who knows? I still love the second one. I the third one I don't like, and the first yeah, the third, one's been a while. The third the third one is yeah. is kind of garbage. But uh, yeah, the second Ryan one's Reynolds. got Guillermo del Toro and Donnie Yen and Ron Perlman and. CJ elbow drop, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. And then uh, finally, just uh, super nerd news. Uh, I was I was reading today that uh, Kevin Smith um, is is doing well. Uh, I guess he's dropped like fifty pounds. Yeah, he like it's crazy, like how he looks now. Uh, He's he's been uh, I guess he's on like a vegan diet and just trying to stay healthy and <laughs> went Peter Jackson. It's funny because he has a giant dome. But you, that, you, can, you can you can really tell now that he's lost all the weight. <laughs> uh, so but yeah, happy to hear uh, nerd icon Kevin Smith uh, is is doing better after he had a heart attack. So yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, nothing gets you healthy like a heart attack. I guess. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all I wanted to talk about. Uh, I, I don't, Jeff. If you um, followed anything he's done recently, um, yeah, he's doing a bunch of stuff. Actually, I listened to his, his podcast. But the one thing he said about that, which is kind of, it's, he kind of was pretty open about it. How his dad had a heart attack, and doctors said like, "No, nah, he's done." And then he made a miraculous recovery, and the doctors didn't couldn't explain it, but he was great. And then he died like six months later. And so that's what Kevin Smith, he's like, he's joking around about this stuff, but he's really like, I don't want that to happen to me. So that's, yeah. he's yeah. taking it super serious. And yeah. he was still scared. He's like, yeah, I, I've seen what happens. People have recoveries and they seem fine. And then, so that's one thing he's been working hard on. So congratulations to him. Um, he's doing like some anthology horror movie in Florida. He's been doing that. He's Does he still uh, do Fat Man on Batman? He still does that, yeah. And then he also does the one with Ralph Garman. Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Babylon. Ba- yeah, Hollywood Babylon. He was talking about he's going to be doing more, directing more Supergirl and Flash episodes. But he's also be- trying to get these own shows off the ground. He's he's can't say anything, but there's something that he's doing that he's might be the executive producer on that he's working on. So he's doing a bunch of stuff. Probably a Clerks animated series. <laughs> Movie wise, I don't think he's doing. It. I think those two horror movies he made bomb so much that he's kind of he can't get money to do those right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. We went to the uh, where they filmed Fat Man on Batman. Did we talk about that on this show? When we uh, possibly when Scott, when Scott and I and everybody went to see uh, Empire Strikes Back at the Hollywood Bowl, we went to the Star Wars Scum and Villainy Scum and Villainy Cantina in Hollywood and. Wow, what a disappointment! Oh, wait, he he films out of that that shithole. Yeah, that's where he, that's where he films yeah. it. And uh, yeah, we went and uh, it. 
I mean, it it doesn't. It looks trashy, which which fine. That's what the cantina looks like. But then like yeah. Lilu from Fifth Element was serving us our drinks, and one of the, that was the chick. The dude <laughs> was dressed like Captain America. It's like it's not a Star Wars okay, bar, guys. It's... So yeah, tra- I think trash is that word like half-assed. I think is the. Yeah. That's what, so it was. I mean, it was nice just being able to walk right in. Like, yeah. Don't have to worry about dress code or anything. Uh, but. Yeah, yeah, sort I was disappointed. Comic Con, Comic Con theme bar. Yeah, I was, I was very sorboed. Yeah. Like Scott, I didn't recognize, <laughs> but Scott saw their like Star Trek swords on the wall and stuff. It was just yeah, it was, it was hodgepodge. There was bentless. there was the dark helmet helmet above the bar. That's true, but it was red. Which was red. Oh, jeebus! <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, like we were sitting at the bar, which was kind of. But if you had one of the little cubby holes that kind of looks like where you know where Han Solo, right, Rio, right, yeah. If you were sitting something like that, the alcoves. maybe I could see it being a little cooler. But well, we were, and we paid. Well, luckily, like Jacob bought us our drinks, but we got blue milks, and they were probably like a hundred dollars. And mm-hmm. yeah, we were there for what twenty minutes. Tom's got the hell out of there. Was there a little bat guy that ordered a drink right next to you? <laughs> yeah. There's a guy with his giant metal toothpick picking his teeth. And, 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 uh, yeah. That sticks. A wolf man and a devil guy. And, yeah, a big worm. The, the crazy part, <laughs> let's talk too much more about this, but the crazy part was the one day, of, like, the one time they should have been, like, in full Star Wars mode was that <laughs> night because they just had the, the big Hollywood Bowl concert <laughs> showing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's not. It's hard. It feels stupid to complain about a, a hot chick dressed as Lilu in the in the orange. You know, her famous crop white shirt and the orange thing. But I was like, this is Star Wars. I want put <laughs> B. Arthur back there. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeebus. I wouldn't go that put far. A Star Wars character back there. I don't want to yeah. see Lilu. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex. Anything you want to talk about? Nope. Right, Jeff. I'm sleepy. Besides. Yeah. Uh, no, that was it. I okay. was just talk about the bar, so I'm done. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.